0: We use them to get from point A to point B to travel from one side of our sprawling city to the other. But sometimes that can be a headache.
1: I try to stay off of 1604 as much as possible. You can be on the weekend and there's traffic in the afternoon or 11 o'clock in the morning going all the way through the, the day.
2: Got kind of Russian roulette. You don't know, if you're coming off 35, you don't know if they're gonna be able to get right from 35 onto 1604.
0: And with the Bear County population expected to grow by nearly two million residents in the next 30 years, congestion only
3: expected to get worse.
2: We're growing at a faster rate than the entire state of Texas here in San Antonio.
3: Expanding a highway um, will help with uh, easing congestion at least in the the midterm.
0: Expanding highways is one of the measures planned to help with traffic, but those plans not without controversy.
4: It's highly likely that the construction of the roadway itself uh, could damage uh, the aquifer
0: And some question whether adding to our highways is a real solution.
5: What we know for sure is that when we expand highways in an urban environment like 1604, like I-35, that congestion gets worse Every time.
0: In this episode of KSAT Explains, we're taking a look at the plans to ease congestion along Loop 1604 and I 35 and why they're being met with pushback.
2: KSAT Explains.
4: KSAT Explains. KSAT Explains. KSAT Explains.
2: On demand, in depth perspective perspective on stories we bring you in our newscasts throughout the day. We're looking into concerns over voting safety during a pandemic and the battle over mail-in voting. A
0: look at how the protests and demonstrations have played out in our city and an examination of what it means to
1: be black in San Antonio. An
0: issue that you have likely felt the effects of, rising property
1: taxes. The roots of Tejano run deep in South Texas. We examine the cultural impact the music has had in San Antonio.
0: This week's episode of KSAT Explains is all about the push to relieve congestion in our area by expanding highways and the controversy surrounding those plans. Thanks for joining us for this episode of KSAT Explains. I'm Myra Arthur. Nobody likes them, but in a city as large and as reliant on cars as ours is, traffic jams are bound to happen. Building and expanding highways have long been ways of making it easier for us all to get around. But lately, there's been something of a reckoning when it comes to highways, looking at how they've reshaped our cities, breaking up density in inner cities, increasing car use, and in some cases, dividing communities of color. President Joe Biden has proposed spending billions on reconnecting neighborhoods divided by highways. Some cities have already turned existing highways into boulevards, with dozens more considering similar steps. But when it comes to transportation here in our area, Despite the conversations happening nationally, the focus is on expansion, which can't come a moment too soon for San Antonians who drive our increasingly crowded roads every day.
2: I kind of feel like San Antonio uh, didn't plan to grow or didn't want to. So they're they're already behind the eight ball.
0: Brandon Inga travels north on I-35 and uses the 1604 interchange on a regular basis. He says the way the interchange is constructed is confusing and calls it a gamble, trying to get onto 1604 from 35.
2: You're coming this way to get on 35, finding where you're supposed to get off, especially if you're not from here, gets pretty tough. And then you have to figure out, you know, which direction you need to go. So it's kind of a logistics nightmare.
0: And Inga believes the problem is only getting worse.
2: Well, I came here from Florida when Irma hit, and I think that was 18, and I drove through, and I couldn't believe how bad it was. I now moved here December of 19, and it seems to be getting going backwards. It doesn't seem to be getting any better.
0: Inga is just one of many frustrated commuters across San Antonio and Bexar County. This is Alfred Rembert. Prior to moving to San Antonio, he lived in Atlanta. And while he says most of San Antonio's traffic problems pale in comparison, there's one freeway he avoids.
6: 1604 is very Atlanta-like, very congested
1: weird parts of the day and even on the weekends
0: a problem fellow commuter Derek Lenz has also noticed
1: you can be on the weekend and there's traffic in the afternoon or 11 o'clock in the morning going all the way through the, the day
0: Linz has lived off 1604 in the rim area for the past few years and he's seen congestion growing significantly in even just that short time frame
1: everyone's moving here uh, into texas in general you can't you can't live here and not you know observe that so I mean this is an issue that's just going to get worse and worse until they fix it.
0: Like those drivers you just heard from, most of us can relate to the frustration of sitting in traffic. We've all been there. Bear County is one of the 20 largest counties in the U.S. with a population of more than two million people now. So as bad as you think traffic is right now, it's guaranteed to get worse without some sort of intervention. Lexi Salazar breaks down the Texas Department of Transportation's plans to address the problem.
7: Bexar County is expected to grow by more than 3.3 million people by the year 2050, a huge influx to our already crowded roadways. One of the reasons the Texas Department of Transportation says highway expansion is necessary.
4: 2.3 billion dollars of transportation projects are currently under construction and over 7 Billion dollars of transportation improvements are aimed at reducing congestion planned over the next several years.
7: There are two major expansion projects on the horizon, targeting 1604 and I-35, two freeways increasingly
3: becoming among the most congested in the state. These are large projects. Um, They are billions of dollars of investment. Let's start here. The
7: Texas Department of Transportation's plans to expand nearly 20 miles of I-35, heading northeast in parts of Bear, Comal, and Guadalupe counties. Two 15-mile bridges will be built between the I-35 main lanes and frontage roads. These elevated lanes will add one HOV lane and two general purpose lanes in each direction. The $1.9 billion project is partially funded and is expected to break ground next year. Data from the Texas A&M Transportation Institute shows that the stretch of I-35 from 410 to 1604 went from the 42nd to the 29th most congested roadway in Texas from 2019 to 2020. Now let's take a look at the second project. This one will increase capacity on Loop 1604 on the north side.
2: 1604 has been long overdue for expansion.
7: The $1.3 billion project stretches 23 miles from Bandera Road to I-35 and will expand the highway from four to 10 lanes plus add one HOV lane in each direction.
2: We all know that two lanes going in each direction is just not enough to handle the the load here in San Antonio, so we're getting after it.
7: The work will also include accommodations for bicyclists and pedestrians, and a major overhaul of the 1604 I-10 West interchange. This project is split up into five segments, three of which have already been funded. Those first three segments, are expected to be completed in
3: 2027. Transportation projects, especially major highway expansions, are are very complex and they do take years to work through um, the initial conception and um, design, public involvement, and all the requirements that um, come with building an initial or expanding an existing highway.
0: With the added construction, traffic will get worse before it gets better. Samuel King explains that congestion during construction isn't the only reason these plans are controversial.
6: While the Loop 1604 North project will expand the roadway through some of the fastest growing parts of the region, advocates say that same land is some of the most environmentally sensitive in our area.
4: That segment that they're talking about, from 35 to 16, goes right through the center of the recharge zone in their county. And that's exactly where we did not want urban development. Uh, But perversely, that's where so much of our uh, urban development in the last 20 years has been concentrated.
6: Annalisa Peace with the Greater Edwards Aquifer Alliance, or GEAA, says one concern is that this project will pave over 200 acres of the recharge zone. But of greater concern to them is that the project includes expanding access roads.
4: So we know that along those access roads, then you get a buildup of businesses uh, with high, high levels of
6: impervious cover. Impervious cover is any surface that doesn't absorb rainfall, so that water has to run off. The worry with highway construction is whatever is picked up by that runoff could end up in the
1: aquifer.
4: We're talking urbanization, where you have all the pollutants that come with that, say on a, a roadway or a large uh, parking lot, you have a lot of oil, grease, uh, metal filings, all sorts of things. And then you also have a lot of uh,
6: floodable trash. Any water quality analysis conducted last year, Dot says the impervious cover across all zones of the aquifer would go up to 916 acres, an increase of 236. The total acreage of the aquifer within the project limits is 1,090. The agency proposes that, quote, a combination of vegetative filter strips, grassy swales, wet vaults, and sand filter ponds be designed as the permanent water quality controls for the Loop 1604 I-10 project. Other advocates have concerns about air quality. Bay Scoggin is executive director of the Texas Public Interest Research Group, or TEXPERG, It's a public
5: interest and consumer advocacy organization. The localized air pollution is equally part of the problem. And communities that live along these highways, whether they be an expansion project or just currently, suffer more health impacts. Texas leads
6: the nation in carbon emissions. The majority of that comes from the transportation sector. Beyond concerns about the aquifer and air quality, There's also the debate over the historic legacy of highways and what some say is their disproportionate impact on communities of color. Christine Drennan with Trinity University says in San Antonio, those highways have served as barriers cutting off the east and west sides from downtown.
8: Now they're actually physical barriers that that cut them off that make that are very hard to overcome. And so it's like socially also these places get cut off and there remains a problem.
6: Then there's the question of whether highway expansion adequately solves the issue it's meant to address. Allison Blazotsky, transportation program manager with the Alamo Area Metropolitan Planning Organization says expanding highways can ease congestion, at least temporarily. But generally,
3: um, highway projects do have something um, called an induced demand. So once a project is widened or expanded, um, People see that there's some new space to flow on that roadway, and it might bring more people from from parallel
6: streets um, to access that road. Scoggin agrees somewhat. He says
5: it's a matter if you build it, they will come. What we know for sure is that when we expand highways in an urban environment like 1604, like I-35, that congestion gets worse every time.
6: Leon Valley Mayor Chris Riley asked TxDOT about that very issue at a recent meeting of the Transportation Policy Board of the Alamo Area MPO.
8: So adding lanes solves congestion? I mean, I'd just like to clarify that because sometimes I hear it doesn't. That if you add a lane, they're just gonna come to it. But it seems like that's what we're doing consistently over the um, 20 years you know, well, to
6: help improve congestion. TxDOT's Clayton Ripps responded, he's the Transportation and Planning Director for the San Antonio District. He says the answer to the question is hard to measure, but drivers want ways to get around congestion. And until that demand changes, the best way to ease that congestion is by adding more lanes.
1: We understand there's a demand still for, you know, vehicle and people wanting to get places. And so we're continuing to try to provide um, that opportunity until a better solution is here and so that's where you know kind of the question back is really what what is the other solution
0: you heard txdot speaking at a meeting from mid-september right there but the agency declined an interview with us for this episode they did send a written statement that read in part during the planning stages of any major expansion project environmental studies are conducted DexDOT also said, quote, studies show that expanding highways does in fact address congestion. We remain committed to addressing congestion across the state, especially in areas where the population is growing so rapidly now. So what's the solution to already congested highways in a county that only keeps growing? Advocates we talk to say it's about having options. And if we wanna change the way we get around, that change needs to happen now.
5: What we know is that when we give people other options, they will use it. And so we do need to educate and change our culture. But first, we need to have the infrastructure projects that works for John Q. Public
0: options. That's what Scoggin believes could improve our air quality, our health and the way we get around. More walkable cities, more bike lanes and more buses.
5: It's just plain old math that if you put people in a bus, you're gonna have less people in cars and less traffic and less congestion.
0: Blazowski says she believes highways will continue to be a part of our transportation network in the future, but she agrees that accommodating a rapidly growing city will require more than just highway creation and expansion.
3: We are going to need to get about another almost two million people around here in the next three decades um, using essentially the same network of highways that we have today. And so there are, there's going to be this challenge to the San Antonio and the greater San Antonio community to, to do that safely and efficiently.
0: Scoggin admits it's challenging for Texans to stop relying on their cars, especially in a state that focuses on building bigger and better highways.
5: There's just some stigma that we can't seem to get over, but the truth of the matter is, is that buses work and they work great. When the routes are where people need them
6: to be, I would definitely use utilize a, a train system, like a, a rail system. Um, not so much buses. I don't think I would use a bus.
1: I've heard rumors that they're going to do some fast bullet train from you know Houston to San Antonio to Dallas, and that like triangle. I'm all for that. Even within the city.
0: So if people are ready for options, Scoggin says we have to make the change now.
5: If we continue with projects like this, we won't be able to change anything because there just won't be enough options for people to get around.
0: Dreden also says that she believes in creating more walkable cities. And for San Antonio, she says the plans must be compatible with neighborhoods. We have commercial corridors that are underutilized
8: and that are ripe for redevelopment. And that really could harbor a really high population density in a very new way of of living that that most of us are not used to, but a lot of the people that are, are moving in are more familiar with.
0: So what's the difference in cost for creating multimodal streets versus expanding or building more highways? We're
5: talking about big sums either way we go. But what we know is our buck goes a lot further. We get a lot more bang when we're invested in these smaller solutions at scale.
0: So how does change happen? Scoggin believes there needs to be
5: more awareness. Frankly, we're at fault too. Organizations like mine need to do a better job of educating everyone in cities across the state about how these projects are gonna impact them.
0: One way to get more people involved, allowing more time for feedback from you and me. Scoggin says TxDOT's public comment period needs to be extended.
5: We're begging them have a more robust public engagement process longer than the 30 day minimum where you're really trying to listen to the community as opposed to just rubber stamping a project that you think is what needs to be done.
0: While the Biden administration's infrastructure plan calls for tearing down some highways, Drennan doesn't think that's a solution.
8: The price of the housing in my neighborhood is going to go way up right, it's going to become more desirable. Price is going to go way up and a lot of us will then be forced out of the neighborhood. We won't be able to afford it anymore. This is happening around the country.
0: Despite there not being one clear solution, people we spoke with are happy that we're at least talking about what the future of transportation will look like.
3: I think that people are ready for other ways to get around.
4: I am heartened by that. I think people are waking up. I think uh, here in San Antonio, perhaps we woke up a little too late for this 1604 project. We'll keep following
0: these discussions and the expansion plans that are already in the works. Thanks for watching this episode of Ksat explains I'm Myra Arthur. We'll see you next time.